0: We're continuing in Simon Reish, Mem He, and we'll be doing Sif Base, Gimel, and Dalad. So we've established that there's a is the Ramam and the Rush. Everyone agrees when going into a partnership with a non-Jew, if you make the stipulation at the very beginning of that partnership, that he is fully in charge of Saturday, and therefore all of Saturday's earnings will go to him, and the Jew is fully in charge of one day during the week, and all of those earnings will go to the Jew. That's a valid condition, and everyone agrees that would be mutter to continue running the business like that on Shabbos. However, if they made the partnership and now it's time to divide the, uh, the profits, they never made a condition up until this point, and they want to sit down and just split everything evenly. So the Rambam says it's Aser, because since they were partners every day of the week, the Malacha, the Nanju, was doing on Shabbos it was viewed as if he was doing it for the Jew, that's an Isra of a mir-lachum. So according to the Rambam, <coughs> there's really no so. Every dollar made on Shabbos will go to the non-Jew, and the rest they'll split evenly. The rush was of the opinion, in this case where they never made any condition in the beginning, that if they sit down as they're dividing the profits, and they want to split things evenly, 50-50, that would be permissible as long as they don't mention anything about the non-Jews' work on Shabbos, counting for what the Jew was doing during the week, as long as it's clear, there's no cheshbonos, we're not considering you working for me on Shabbos, we're just splitting it down the middle with no conversation. According to the Rosh, that would be Mutter. And the p'sak of the Ramah at the end of Sif Aleph was, you could rely on the Rosh, let us take a look at Sif Base. In a case where they made the condition at the beginning of their partnership, that the non-Jew has total responsibility for Shabbos, and the Jew is taking one day of the week under his jurisdiction, and now they're sitting down to divide the Prophet, if the non-Jew says, you know what, let's just split things evenly and call it a day, that would be mutter comes along the Mishnah Murrah, Sivkoth and Yod Gimel. Initially they made the deal, no matter how much you bring in on Shabbos, no matter how much I bring in on Tuesday, Shabbos is yours and Tuesday is mine. It comes out though, that a lot more customers were there on, on Saturday, and therefore the non-Jew made a lot more than the Jew made during the week. And as they're dividing the profits, they, uh, they wanted to split it down the middle. We don't say that this is revealing to us retroactively that it wasn't really a good deal, and we view the, uh, the non-Jew as the shliach of the Jew on Shabbos. We don't say that. El yohiv yehudi. We view it as if the non-Jew is giving a matana to the Jew. He came out with more on his day than the Jew came out with on his day, and the fact they just want to split it down the middle—it's a matana that the non-Jew is giving to his partner. Because they made that condition originally, that Shabbos was totally the responsibility of the non-Jew, this would be permissible. B'davka, the Mishnah the qualifies this halacha, And that's only if the, the will or the acquiescence of the En Yehudi to split it was,, without making a calculation of how much exactly the chabas bring in, how much the Tuesday bring in,. But if they're sitting down together making the whole complex Khajbin, she will be Bishas Kaluka where the Jew says to his partner At Shaklus Bishabas Kuvzuzi Shakilna, Biyomakol Nunzuzi, you made a hundred Zuz and Shabus, I made fifty on Tuesday. Molicharon fill the void, let's both get 75, we'll split it down the middle. And his non-Jewish partner agrees. I mentioned earlier in Sifkat Enhei, that this is a major Machlokas Aharonim. He told us before, that if they had the condition originally, but acher kach bishas chalukah bo lechesh ben lomar, they had a discussion and the Jews said, Come in the you got a lot on your day, I didn't get that much in mine. let's split the rest. So we're each getting the exact same amount. He quoted the Mogan of Ram, Basham the Rivid. That would be usar, because that's Iglam milsal Freya Maha. But that's showing us that their arrangement, the condition they made originally was just the game. He didn't really mean it. However, yesh makilin b'zeh, others are mekel, and he ends up by quoting Ali Rabba, who leaves it b'tzorachin. So the case of the Machaber is only when they just sit down and say, let's just split things down the middle. In that case, it would be perfectly mutter. Sif gimel. In a case where they never made that condition in the beginning of the partnership, so again, the, the Machaber is in the world of the Rambam, where Pashib shat, there's no Eetzah. There was never a condition made, so the Jew would have to lose out on all the earnings that came in on Shabbos. Says the Machaber, there is an Eetzah. You could start the Shutfis over again. You could have a new beginning. Either by returning the field to the one who sold it to you in the first place, and then buying it back and recreating your shudfus, or selling it to a third party and then buying it back from him, and again restarting your partnership and making a condition. If there are partners in a store and they never made the arrangement in the beginning, Vivatlu hashutfes, each one could take his portion and nullify the partnership. Wa and then they could join back together to create a new partnership, and at that time, make the condition. V'yimkiblu hakarkalassas if they accepted land together to work it as partners. Yavatlu hashituf v'yimcholu zeh they can nullify the partnership, they can be moch each other, and then they can become partners again and make the condition. So here the Mechavah is telling us that even if they never made the Tanai in the beginning, um, one way to avoid the Jew losing out all of the earnings that were brought in on Shabbos is to redo the partnership, now making a new, a new Tanai. Comes along the Ramah, Hagah, if the Jew wants to rent his portion of the business to his non Jewish partner for Shabbos, or to hire his non Jewish partner as his Kablon, Shari, that would be Mutter. Commotion is parallel. Just like we saw at the end of Resh dalid regarding the case of the Jew who bought the rights to collect taxes and he hired the non-Jew as a Kabulan to go around to get the money, or the non-Jew that has the rights to mint the coins, and he could have non-Jews minting those coins for him on That's mutter, v'kol shekein khan deshari im shutfes and and for sure in this case where you have a non-Jewish partner. So what the Ramas seems to be doing, is he seems to be saying there are a couple different options also. You could either rent him your portion of the business for Shabbos, or you could hire him as your Kablam. And uh, both, both approaches would avoid Amir Lakum. If he's renting out your Helech, and everything he's doing, he's selling things, and he's getting the money for those things, he's just paying you rent, there's no Amir Lakum. And if he's hired as a Kablam, there's no Amir Lakum. The whole notion of paying someone for the job... If he chooses to do so in Shabbos, he's doing that for his own convenience. The, the question, though, on the Ramah is, in the first example where you're trying to rent out your portion, that should be a violation of Shar Shabbos. Just like I can't rent my field or my merchats for the day because I'm making money from Shabbos, this should be the same problem. And on the second example, the Sochro Bikibolis, granted he's a kablan and usually Kablonos is not a violation of Amir Lakam, but if I'm only hiring you as a kablan for Shabbos, so that's being Kovei Malachto B'Shabos, which doesn't work. You can't tell him to do the Malacha in Shabbos. So we'll have to see the Mishnah M'vira who explains this verma. Let's uh, start with Sifkat and Yud Dalet. Sheyachzer Hamocher Lehem that you could sell back the field to the original seller and then buy it back from him. It's clear in Choshen Mishpat you would have to have a new kinyan to give it to the mocher. Just returning the money and the shtar that would not be sufficient. You have to have a real kinyan. How exactly will the non-Jew do the kinyan ayin shom? This is the Rama's two suggestions of either renting out your chalik or hiring him as a kablon. Ayin Vimaganavram Shinis Shiniskasha Bezema Od. They're very bothered by this remote. Delama Ye Mutter, why would this be okay? Ba Ainu Domal Asiman Raishma Dalid. This does not seem to be analogous to Raish Memdalad. The Sham Shari Mishum Pseida Dafka. The case of the tax collector, the case of the Madvaya, that was a special leniency, Mishum Pseida. Um here it's true you're losing out on potential earnings, but it's not a hefzid, it's a maniasa So, what exactly is the Ramos saying, and what is he gleaning from Resh memdalit? So, the Territ's of Ram, the The conclusion of the Muggah of is the Hokha Irish and Maskir as Chelko beshabis Bahavlah. The idea of renting out your portion to your non Jewish partner. Doesn't just mean for the Shabbos; that would be Schar Shabbos. But you're renting it to him. You're renting your portion of the business to your non-Jewish partner for every Shabbos, but also for some weekdays as well. The and therefore it's not a violation of Schar Shabbos. Omad Shari Bikibolis. And the second option of the Ramah, where he said you can make him your coblin, our question was, "Ah, but you're being Koveya Malachto, Bishabbos, you still can't tell him to work on Shabbos. So, Mari Gamkein, Shelo Yeche lo Shabbos by ella Elo You didn't specify Shabbos. You said in general, Ko Eimashatase, the Atzmacha, the Taviach Likach Likach. Whenever you're working and you bring in this amount of money, I'll give you this percentage. So both in the case of renting it to the non-Jew or hiring him as your Kablon, he's explaining why there's no violation of schar Shabbos and there's no real violation of Amir La'akum. The the main Chiddush of the Ramo is, The K'mash de delo chayshinan bezel ayin. They were not concerned for maris ayin, Sheyomra le Tzarech Yisrael hu osa where people might say, oh, he's doing it for the Jew. Because here they know the non-Jew has a portion in the business. So we mentioned in Reish Mem Gimel that although renting your, your merchats would be permissible, as long as I'm doing it for more than Shabbos, so there's no problem of Shar Shabbos, and there's nothing about Amir L'Akum, the non-Jew is working for himself to make money, the only problem was Marasayan. People will think he's a schir yom. But in our case, because everyone knows that Nanju has a portion of the business, there's no Marasayan. That's the main chiddush of the Ramah. Well Mashikasa commotion is bar. So what was the Ramah doing when he said, This is like we explained back in Resh Mem Dalad, the case of the meches, of the Madbeya? Kavanaso, Kamoshom de Lochashu the Marisayan, he meant to say just like over there. Where we were not concerned for Marasayin, v'kol shekein ha'chad leleke Marasayin klal. So for sure, in our case, where there's no Marasayin at all, keven shehu b'shutvus imen yehudi, because you have the non-Jewish partner. So the way he's interpreting the Ramah when he says "komoshnis bar lel b'sof simin reish mem dalid," is that we were makel over there to allow the non-Jew to go around collecting the taxes, or to allow the non-Jews to continue printing the the coins. Why were we mekel? Even if you avoid schar shabbos and amir laakum, there should be a problem of marasayin. So over there we said that now we're mekel because of Hefsid. but Makum Hefsid we're mekel and marasayin. So here, there's even more reason to be mekel, but there's no marasayin v'cholal because the non-Jew who's working has a share in the business. Says the the Mishnah Brura further, Kosu hataz. Masik Ladina that mutter b'se'elah b'havla. The Taz agrees it's only mutter when it's done b'havla. You're not just renting for Shabbos, or he's not just your kabbalim for Shabbos. V'afal pichen yizay shalalidabriyam anihudiy be'asik b'Shabbos. You should definitely be careful to avoid speaking with him about the business on Shabbos. Kemoshikosva Kosva sof simin reish mem dalid. Sif dalid. Asik A Jew is allowed to give money to a non-Jew to invest this money, or to do malacha with it and hopefully make money from the money. The pish Yehudi nose Bahem Even though the non-Jew will be doing business on Shabbos, Kohashar Bishav, they'd still be allowed to split all of the profits evenly. Because this malacha is not upon the Yisrael to do, no any Yehudi osesh lihuso, and therefore we don't view the non-Jew as the shliach of the Jew. ein mimihu, and it's also not recognizable who the non-Jew is doing business for. So, in contrast to the cases we've been discussing up until this point. You have a partnership in the business between a Jew and a non-Jew. There we said, without the stipulation, the Jew's Molochah and Shabbos is viewed as if he's doing it for you. Because we're partners, so everything we do is for each other. And Sif you're just giving money for the non-Jew to invest. Whatever he chooses to do with that money, he's not your shutuf, and um, therefore we don't view him as your shliach. And if he chooses to do this business on Shabbos, that would be permissible to split the profits. Says the Ramah, Only in this case, where it's the non-Jew alone who's doing the, the transactions and trying to make money with this money. However, if they're taking turns the non-Jew is trying to make money on Shabbos, and the Jew has taken it upon himself to work on Tuesday to try to make money, then usr. That would be usr just like a regular case of shutfis, Because we view the, uh, the Melacha being done on Shabbos as if it's being done for the Jew. The Yisrael, We'll see Viter, the Din of a Mashkon, from a non-Jew, holding on to collateral from a non-Jew. Let's take a quick look here at Sitkot and Tazin in the Mission Bureau. Mipnei she'ein. So this is going back on the Mechaber that says the reason why it's mutter to invest money with the non-Jew, even though he might be doing the business on Shabbos, is because you have no responsibility to be working on Shabbos, and therefore we don't view him as working for you. She'im ha'yamutelus alav aser medina. Because if it was your achrayes, that would be osur medina. Kemosha kasa besif aleph sheim without a condition, a regular partnership would be osur. Shinomar, so Yud Zion is going back when the machaber said. Mipnei shinomar and therefore we don't view it as the non-Jew is your shliach. And there's no concern of Schar Shabbos, Derehu Bahavlo, because the money that's being made is not just from Shabbos, but it's being made from other days as well. I in the Kamaan in Shinzayan Sif Gimel V'Sif Dalid, Umashikasaf Tishamim Mishnuburo. We'll see in Mishnayin Sif Gimel and Dalid, um, different conversations about non-Jews doing business, selling things or buying things on the behalf of a, of a Jew. Sifkot and Yinches v'chein v'chein. The Machaber said, "Eina esek niker mimihu." It's also not clear for whom the non-Jew is doing business. Ratzelomar, demishu maras ayin sheyomer habrio sheeni yehudi schirohu leke There's no problem here with maras People are not going to say, "Oh, I bet he's the schir yom of the the Jewish owner." Halo, eina esek niker shel mihu because no one knows he's doing this for the Jew. But if it was recognizable, where everyone would know that he's trying to buy and sell on behalf of the Jew, that would be problematic. Just like by the case of the Merchatz, where even if you could avoid real Amer and you could avoid Zechar Shabbos, if everyone knows that it's for the Jew, you have the Mara Sain problem. But that doesn't exist here. and This is only mutter granted that you never told a Jew to do this for you on Shabbos. He's doing it by himself for his own convenience. Sifkata and the Ramaz said that the only time this arrangement would be okay is if the non-Jew is doing all the work. Um, however, if the non-Jew is working on Shabbos, and the Jew is saying, I'm going to do all the work on Tuesday, so that would be Asr, because that's pretty much the same thing as a shutfis, where we then view the hismolacha as being done for you. Says the Mishnaburah, This would be Asr, assuming there was never the condition made in the beginning, like we saw in Sif Aleph. And we'll continue to Mar Mitzvah Shem with Siv Hey.